one big reason for me to create art is to inspire women from my own cultural background as well, that we have a place in, in the arts and that our stories deserve to be heard as well. Welcome to Beyond the Blue Wall, the podcast of the Advancement Division of CalArts. I'm Greg Houle. Our goal here is simple. We want to take you inside of CalArts to show you how philanthropy is impacting the Institute. Whether it be through scholarships, support of various programs, or any other means. We also want to illustrate how the members of our community are carrying out the mission of CalArts, transforming ourselves, each other, and the world. Our guest is Yara L. Fooley. She's an MFA II in experimental animation and the recipient of two scholarships, the Lou and Edie Wasserman Scholarship and the Rudyard Smith Family Foundation Scholarship. Yara's art is lush and soulful, often exploring alternative perspectives. She spoke about her experiences as an artist, about finding her identity, and about the importance of representation in the arts. Here is her story. So I guess my story starts with me being born in France. I was born in Belfort, France, but I'm Egyptian. But then uh, after, you know, being born in France, I went to Egypt for a while, to a French school there, and then to Qatar, where that's where I grew up. So basically, I'm a complete third culture kid. Um, and of course, you know, I've been in Qatar for like 17 years. And then now I'm here in US. So uh, I really do feel like a sort of like a global citizen. And I say this because a lot of my art deals with me trying to find sort of my identity or like a home. And so drawing has always sort of been an escape for me, even as a child. It was also just a way to connect with others. You know, it's one of those, it's just, it's just fun, right? It was always this fun escape to meet new people, to have a conversation starter. I started realizing its value, even though I had that that one point thought that I wouldn't pursue this as a as a hobby. I ended up realizing that I value it too much and that it does have a very significant place in my life. And I'm so thankful to have had my parents' support. They're my biggest supporters and they encouraged me so much to go into the arts. So it meant a lot for me to hear that from them um, and to be able to do so. Art is a big part of our lives and it has it has an importance in our lives just as any other field does. So anyway, so after graduating from high school um, and having that sort of like, oh, should I go into the arts or should I not? Uh, I ended up attending VCU Arts in Qatar. Uh, which is Virginia Commonwealth University in Qatar. I majored in painting and printmaking with a minor in art history. This program, I think, has served me well. It has made me much more entrenched in the arts than I had always, ever expected. During that time, I also had, I took like, critical studies courses, and one of them, was, of course, was an art history survey course. And that was really what made me kind of realize, okay, well, I really enjoy arts culture and how much it can help preserve person's perspective and story, that it can 
maybe help me find sort of a place in the world. Given sort of that, that sort of global citizen kind of view, I felt very connected to the arts wherever they were, right? I feel like they tell human stories. People that I've never met, I can still hear their thoughts and what this means also for the future, like as a person right now and how I can preserve my thoughts, my stories, my own representation. The art that I was making back then, I would say has always been more like world building. So I'd make like these huge constructed maps um, and print them out either on paper or even on fabric. I create sort of all sorts of ephemera, like tickets and small booklets of made up lands and settings, trying to kind of work out sort of these identity issues that I was talking about earlier. I don't really know where home is because, you know, born in one place, but I'm from another place, but I've always grown up in a whole different other place. And then the whole issue of language has always been a big thing for me because my first language is not my mother tongue, I guess. And then my, and then I always speak English and then it's like this weird, okay, then who am I? And so I guess my 20 year old brain or like my 19 year old brain when I was an undergrad was like, okay, I'll just make up a whole world and this writing language and sort of just create these worlds that you kind of just inhabit for a while. And it was all to kind of deal with these identity issues at its core, where it's like, where is home and what is my language? So in this next segment, Yara explains how she made the transition as a painting and printmaking undergraduate student to an experimental animation graduate student at CalArts. She also explores the importance of representation in the arts and why, for her, it's so critical to see more artists like herself. While I was working in painting and printmaking, which admittedly is more, you know, that kind of very fine artsy, gallery-esque kind of work, I would have opportunities to work with these local productions. And that was probably what started me seeing that animation is something that I could still do, even though I come from that kind of like quote unquote fine arty kind of background. When I think about what films mean to me, I mean, just going to the cinema with family and friends, like it colors my whole perception of a film or it makes just that, that, that outing so much more memorable. I just came to recognize the great value in sharing these stories. And I really wish to be part of something that would help connect and engage people. And I chose CalArts in the hopes of basically expanding my skills to be able to play a role in that. Now that I'm here, it feels like uh, I'm bringing, bringing like, the experiences that I had with uh, working on these world building, but trying to apply them more towards something that is more character and narrative driven. A year ago, I never thought I would be able to create full-on short films. The past year has been almost like a dream. Being in classrooms like instructors with such diverse backgrounds uh, makes me, again, learn and appreciate so much that, you know, the, the reasons why I love art history. So definitely coming into CalArts, I was like, whoa, so in a year, I'm going to be doing a first year short. But I told myself, hey, this is a challenge. This is, you know, th this is what you said, you, this is what you want, right? And this is, this was definitely what I want. I came here to challenge myself and I was challenged, but it was the most exciting part of it. You know, the, the work that I ended up doing my first year short, looking at, um, uh, what, uh, what, a, what a museum stands for in the 21st century, given it's perhaps not so modern inception, given, you know, it was more so um, as, uh, as a symbol for the state, uh, especially colonial estates. So working on that project perhaps was one element that, that made me see the leap that I was making. I think stop being about me making fine art, but looking at what, what the arts mean to me and mean, mean to society nowadays. 
with museums, it came about from my own sort of personal connection to them. When I visited uh, Richmond and I went to the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts and then I just saw a sarcophagus there and all sorts of ancient Egyptian stuff. And so, so like, as, 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 as an Egyptian, what, what does that mean? Like being there and just seeing this sort of stuff that is not back in Egypt. And it's like, okay, well, wh wh where should it be? You know, and it's, I, I don't really have the answers. All I have is just questions and these feelings. And so I started kind of like poking at it when I was thinking of the, of, of the project and how I wanted to shape it. And it became, again, that kind of like, okay, wh what would a sort of like a day at the museum be like? And in the end, I think it just became sort of the surreal day at the museum. And it the core of it is basically two children fighting over a piece of chocolate. And I think it boiled it down to me as like, okay, well, it would be nice to have the chocolate back, but the chocolate's also been digested. So what's going on? What's, go what's going to happen there? And like, I, again, it's not for me to, to, to answer these questions. I think one big thing about why I like the visual medium so much is that I get to show images. I get to kind of communicate things. And again, with animation and communicating with sound and image. And I'm not really deep down writing this big essay about anything, you know, the viewer can end up, you know, reaching their own conclusions. Um, as an artist, I'm just asking questions. I usually use metaphor to kind of just ask these questions. This jump from painting and printmaking to animation, for me, I think it's a way for me to figure out what is my the best tool for me to communicate with people in. Like I still, I still love to paint. I still love to draw. I still love, you know, I would love to, to get back, back into etching. And all of it, I think, is this journey of figuring out what is the best tool for me to be able to communicate with others. What I'm looking forward to is continuing being part of such an environment and such a creative industry and bringing forth sort of my own cultural background. I always say I draw to be drawn and write to be written and represent to be represented. I try to be as authentic as I can. And that is the key. It's like I can be myself and and I hope that I'm also communicating that to people, that I'm communicating my authenticities. My goal here really is to communicate with others. Um, I think one big reason to, for me to create art that I hope is to inspire women from my own cultural background as well, that we have place, in, we have a place in, in the arts and that our stories deserve to be heard as well. Growing up and not seeing yourself in any media has always, I think, also led to a lot of my questioning. Okay, well, who am I? Where, where am I? And when you see, when you don't see media that's authentically comes from someone like you or, you know, that is misrepresentative of you, you just continue questioning. You don't really have a solid answer. And I'm not saying I'm going to provide, be able to provide these answers for people, but um, I think at least seeing, you know, being able to see more examples of people like me or for anyone else to be their own representation, to be their own person and telling their own stories in the hopes that other people can connect and engage and see positive representation as well. I think that would have helped me so much as a young child. I think that that's why I, I continue to do what I do. And it's like, when I think back about, okay, well, why do I do why, why I do? Like, that's, pro that's one of the reasons is thinking back to that young girl watching those that TV and is not seeing herself is just seeing other people. And, you know, as beautiful, beautiful as it to see you want to see, you know, you want to see yourself as sometimes the hero, you know, the one that's able to defeat the dragon or something like that. Like, you want to see that you're able to be a heroine and to have a positive influence on people.
with me trying to find different ways to communicate with people and connect, I wish to sort of inhabit that space or that place where I, I can start creating content that, that would inspire that young me. In this final segment, Yara gives us a glimpse at her creative process. She also discusses what she hopes to accomplish in the future. I always feel like I'm discovering myself. So whenever, you know, I, you know, I reinvent a style for myself, it's always like, again, maybe it goes back to like poking at an idea and figuring out what is perhaps the best way of telling it that every idea warrants its own distinct style. Um, but I think it also comes down to me just figuring myself out and like having fun with different styles. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, I'm inspired by Baroque and just want to go do that. And I mean, I, there was a time where I was like, yes, classical art is too, too beautiful. And then I start poking at it and looking at these Orientalist paintings and realizing, oh, my goodness, I'm 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 walking into a trap here. And so. I started realizing, okay, but then I really like those illustrations that I was finding in these children's books, John Tinnell and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, okay. So I, I, I end up realizing that I'm like this amalgamation of different people and different influences of all sorts of my, in, in my life. Um, and then now it's like looking back at like just even ancient Egyptian art and this sort of like these even questioning perspective entirely and saying, okay, well, linear perspective not, isn't, isn't necessarily the answer. There's other perspectives as well. And so it's always been like, just discovering different aspects of different cultures that I resonate with me and, you know, kind of, again, piecing this identity together um, out of different things. One of the things in visual development course was often told is like, you have to continuously reinvent yourself. Every project is unique. A tree that is in, in a movie that in a really sad movie is not the same tree that is going to be in a happy movie, let's say, to, to simplify things. Each, each project is its own thing. And so I guess I've started to really embrace that in terms of like every project will have its own view. Undeniably, I think there's always going to be my thumbprint or like my 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 signature in, in an element. But I, I think I took it, I, I'm taking it to heart, this idea of things being unique. I think it, it's what makes, continues to make art fun for me is that I'm not doing the same thing all the time. Whatever works or whatever I feel is most effective at the end of the day is, is what is what I can work on for that for said project. I really, really hope to be part of the industry, especially as a woman from my cultural background. That would mean a lot to me. I, I think that would be a big accomplishment for me. So I'm definitely that's that's one goal of mine. Um, another and it's you know, to do with also getting an MFA is that I'd really like to use my skills to big, give back through education, wherever I end up going to teach others to be able to tell their own stories. I think that would that would really be inspiring. My website is yaraelfouli.com, Y-A-R-A-E-L-F-O-U-L-Y.com and also on Instagram at yara, Y-A-R-A-E-F. Thank you for joining us for Beyond the Blue Wall. Thank you to Yara El Fouli for participating. And we look forward to telling you more stories about how philanthropy has made an impact at CalArts. We'll see you next time.